Hello, and welcome to the latest Aon Pensions podcast, focused on providing behavioural insights to help you navigate through risk settlement decisions. I'm your host, Karen Gainsford, and I'm joined today by Mike Edwards and Hannah Lewis. Can you both just briefly introduce yourselves? Thanks, Karen, <clears throat> and hello to the listeners. Um, so I'm Mike Edwards. I'm a partner in the risk settlement group at Aon. I joined Aon um, early last year, um, and since I've joined, I've been specialising and advising on um, a whole range of things, but specific focus on strategy and transactions in the insurance space. I've now completed over two billion of bulk annuity transactions for my clients. Um, prior to joining Aon, I worked on the insurer side of the market at both LNG and Scottish Widows. So I've had the luxury of seeing the transaction process from both the scheme side and the insurer side. Hi, I'm Hannah Lewis. I run a behavioural science agency called Behave London. We specialise in pensions research and applying the world of behavioural science into investment, communication, training, getting people to make better decisions. Great. So today we're going to continue our focus on resettlement decisions. Should longevity risk be removed by entering into a longevity swap or a bulk annuity contract? And we're going to be looking through the behavioural science lens. Hannah, could you give a quick recap of the research you carried out earlier this year? along with your key findings? As part of the research, we looked at all of the existing literature. So what was out there? How easy was it to navigate through the process of de-risking by reading a brochure, you know, looking at what existed? And then I spoke to people end-to-end across the industry. So lay trustees, professional trustees, administrators, pensions lawyers, and so on, to understand the full scope of the de-risking journey. And then as a result of that, we could look into what the behavioural biases, what the cognitive biases that crop up and get in the way of good decision making. So where is the friction? What are the sticking points and how can we get over them? Now, one of the key biases that crops up is something called status quo. And that's us sticking with what we have now rather than doing something new. The thing to consider when you're looking at something like a status quo bias is that Uh, We have a tendency to stick with what we've already got, um, which is why, you know, people stick with their banks for a very long time. It's that stickiness of a decision, which is we've already made it and we tend to stick with what we've already done. And if we're trying to beat that, we have to use some tactics. Oh, right. So, Mike, do you come across this in de-risking projects? I think we see quite a lot of that, actually, in the de-risking market. And I think there's a number of different reasons for that I guess for us you know we talk about buy-ins longevity swaps buyouts um, just part of our everyday language but for trustees um, many of them when we start introducing these concepts they'll be hearing about them for the first time and they certainly won't have been through a, a transaction process before if they're having that conversation for the first time so then the conversation goes to well what risks should we be looking to manage and most pension schemes have been through a journey of managing their interest rate risk and their inflation risk. So their natural approach perhaps is to try and improve their hedging there further and see that as a continuation of an existing risk management program. Um, So we really need to chip away at the longevity risk conversation. And some of the conversation there becomes quite nebulous. You're thinking very long-term risks, very long-term and new concepts. I think there's probably quite a lot of status quo that we have to break down Um, to really get under the bonnet and have serious conversations about use of insurance. So Hannah, what what can we do to overcome the status quo bias? When we're looking to overcome status quo bias, one of the things we want to do is try to think about the reality that we're heading towards. Okay, so it's thinking about 
what is this thing that we want to do, imagining that it's reality and then arguing back for what we have today? If you think about it, people stay with their banks for a really long time. Um, the stats will say you're more likely to get divorced than you are to change your bank. Uh, we tend to stay with our banks longer than our marital partners now, according to the stats. But also if it's you were changing uh, your utilities, so if you were swapping utilities uh, to a new provider, but we tend to stick with what we have. So it's kind of like, what if you'd gone to a new provider? What if you'd moved across already? Could you make the argument to go back to the provider that you have today? Same difference if you were changing your bank. You know, if you had changed it, would you argue to go back to your current provider? Yeah, and if, if you think about risk settlement context and we think about how we can apply some of that thinking. So, you know, we talk about these sometimes nebulous concepts of longevity risk and we talk about the actions that trustees can take to remove that risk Um, and that can feel like quite a big leap and quite a big step to take those actions but if you turn the whole situation on its head and you imagine a situation with a pension scheme that has removed all of its longevity risk through a buy-in or through a longevity swap and try and build a business case to bring that longevity risk back onto the pension scheme's balance sheet that is incredibly hard to do Um, so the, the thought process that Hannah went through just there can really be applied when we're thinking about um, longevity de-risking. And I guess those who've already taken de-risking actions could actually themselves fall into status quo bias. So presumably just sticking with the solution that they've already had in the past or the provider that they've used in the past. Absolutely. You can stay stuck doing whatever it is for a really long time. We're all guilty of it. If you think when you go around the supermarket, how often do you put things in your basket which you've never bought before? Status quo is really prevalent. It's very hard for us to break out of it. Um, And it's very simply our brains burn more calories when we have to think. So you burn 0.7 of a calorie a minute if you don't think very hard and 1.7 if you do think. So it's basically your brain trying to conserve energy to keep you from thinking too hard by just doing what you've already done. Yeah, and I think from a, again, from a risk settlement perspective, you know, I can see that it would be easy for um, schemes to fall into a trap of, well, we've done a buy-in, so surely we should be doing another buy-in or we've done a longevity swap and should we be extending that longevity swap in future? But there are some good case studies in the marketplace where schemes have changed direction over time and done the right thing at the right time. Uh, for them and one of our clients Pilkington would be a good example of that you know they did implement a longevity swap and the next insurance transaction they implemented was a pensioner buy-in and that reflected the attractiveness of the pricing. Great well it's been really interesting to focus in on status quo bias one of the key biases that might confront you on your de-risking journey. If you'd like to find out more about behavioural insights to help you navigate through risk settlement decisions please email talk to us at aon.com to request a copy of our guide direct to your inbox. Thank you. Thank you. Right that's it for today. You've been listening to the latest edition of the Aon Pensions podcast, focusing on providing behavioural insights to help you navigate through resettlement decisions. With me, Karen Gainsford, and my guests, Mike Edwards and Hannah Lewis. If you need any further information on Aon Retirement Solutions or the guide that we've referred to today, you can contact us by visiting our website or email us on talktours at aon.com.